What's up, writers, wiener, readers, and whiners? I'm tired. Ah. So I know this episode's late, which is fair. I definitely had time to write and record this episode. However, I was too lazy. And uh, last few days, I had to wake up at 4 in the morning to get ready for work at 7 and then work until 4 in the afternoon. Um, and I just recently got home from a nine and a half hour shift, um, which had a six hour long rush, nonstop tickets, with people yeah, jabbering at me in every ear. Um, I only had a peach for breakfast and um, I didn't have get the chance to drink water for like four hours straight. Um, so by the time the kitchen closed, I was um, panting for air and I could feel my ribcage. Anyway, walked home, made, grabbed myself a freezy and sat down for a few minutes because I didn't want to make myself anything large to eat. Uh, chucked my water in the, fr in the freezer so it could be nice and cold, which fucking ice cold water after a nine hour shift, non-stop heat, blasting into your face, and it's like meat heat as well, and I'm allergic to meat, so like, um, allergic reaction air, just blasting in your face for several hours, um, ice cold water's amazing. And so yeah, I'm also snacking on a bagel, because I doubt I'll have the energy to make dinner. If I do, it's gonna be a miracle. Either that or ice cream. Anyway. So I'm sorry for this episode being late. I promise I'll try harder. Can't really promise that because I'm tired. Um, but yeah, I'll do my best to try harder, making sure I actually like pre-write and pre-record episodes more often. Take, take time out of my day to do that, even if it's just like an hour or two every day. Um, yeah, I also gotta record premium episodes as well. I'm currently using my uh, newly published books as um, a plate. So check them out on Amazon and Kobo. Link in the description. Uh, yeah. I just wanna finish this. Take a nap, take a shower, drink a smoothie. In that order, not in that order, I don't care. I'm reading Reddit stories today. Everyone's favorite topic to watch while there's um, subway surfers, minecraft, that sort of stuff playing uh, just beneath it. Um, yeah, and I'm also going to be sharing my screen so you guys can read along with me. Because I'm not wearing my glasses so I might mess up a few things. Um, so yeah, let's just get into it. First one up. Uh, I gotta share my screen first. There we go. Am I the asshole for telling my former mother-in-law that I am not obligated to provide her grandchild with a home? <sighs> Already, I'm on the fence with this one because it is the right thing to do, but at the same time, you're not obligated to do it. Also, for my former mother-in-law that I'm not obligated to... So is it your child or your stepchild? Okay, let's just... Already this is adding up weirdly. Uh, I have a son. Okay, so if... If it's your mother-in-law's grandchild, 
or former mother-in-law's grandchild and you're talking about your son. Yeah, it's your responsibility to provide your son with a home. Okay, let's just read it. Maybe it's like a stepson that I don't see yet. Alright. I, 32, have a son, 8 months, with my ex-husband. He and I were married for 3 years and had our son a year into the marriage. He cheated on me multiple times and I only found this out the day of our third wedding anniversary. An hour before our anniversary party he was throwing for me. He invited his at the time mistress, there were multiple women, and she was supposedly a friend. I still remember how much it broke me to have it all happen as it did. I felt humiliated. My marriage ended that day and he moved on in with his mistress. We ended up sharing custody of our son and the divorce was easy enough. He ended up marrying the mistress and their relationship was a mess. They had a child together who is now three. The child they had together is currently my ex's parents. Oh, is currently with my ex's parents. Okay, that makes more sense. Uh, this came about because my ex and the mistress uh, cheated on each other and both had zero interest in their little girl. Not surprising. Uh, they broke up for a period of time and the mom dumped their daughter on my ex and he told his parents that he didn't want her either. <sighs> CPS got involved and neither did my ex or his wife wanted their child back. None of the maternal family wanted her, none of the rest of my ex's family wanted her, the grandparents truly don't want her either, but didn't want to look like they, they allowed her to go into foster care. Go fuck them. I can see how this is going. So it is a step stepchild. So yeah, it's the right thing to do, but she's not obligated to do it. So I know this because about a month ago, my former mother-in-law started to reach out asking me to raise her granddaughter with my son. She said X and his wife got back together and still don't want their child. She told me all the sordid things and admittedly they not, did not want to raise another child. She said she knows I'm a good mom and that I am technically kind of a stepmom. I shut that down fast, good, and said I am no stepparent. I told her I wasn't interested during that conversation, but she did not let it drop. She has repeatedly contacted me in the past month about giving her granddaughter a home with my son and I know how and I and how the kids should be raised together. To make the whole thing even more complicated, my ex still has custody time with our son and takes his custody time. Oh, that poor girl. God, that poor daughter. Uh, the last time my former mother-in-law tried to contact me and tried to talk me into it, I told her I'm not obligated to provide her granddaughter with a home. She said she might not be my child by blood, but she is my son's sibling. I told her I know all about complicated dynamics with half-siblings and it never bothered me not to be raised with mine or even to know mine. I told her I was in similar shoes to my son and I think he'll be just fine. That's since she's with them, we can facilitate contact with I do not want to give her a home. Former mother-in-law said I would regret my choice and said I am being cruel. She said she and her husband should not have to start over raising a child and I already have one. She called me cold and all sorts of other stuff. So I ended the call and blocked her number and I the asshole. I wouldn't say so. Honestly. Cause like, also, 
So the father cheated on the mother mul- on like the mother multiple times. But he's still loving towards his son. So what makes his new daughter any different? Is it because she's a girl? Is it because it's with his mistress and not like the original wife and like their relationships are completely different? Like that poor daughter as well. But yeah, honestly, I'm saying it's a good thing to do it, like it's a kind thing to do it, but at the same time she's not obligated to do it. And if anyone feels like it, feel free to comment on whatever site you're listening on and like tell me if you think they're the asshole or not. Alright, let's move on to the next one. Let's see. Okay, yeah, these are all just comments. Uh, where's the next one? I don't know how this works. I don't use um, Reddit. Do I, how do I go back? Oh, that's how. Okay. Alright, let's scroll down. Am I the asshole for not letting my husband sleep in on the weekend? This one sounds a little bit more lighthearted than not loving a uh, poor daughter. Honestly, sounds like me. Anyway. Oh, there's an update too. Ooh. Am I the asshole for not letting my husband sleep in on the weekend? First time posting, and English is not my first language. Okay, okay, that's fine. I, 27 female, and my husband, 24 male, have an agreement that every Saturday he sleeps in, and I take fully care of the baby, 10 month old, during the morning, and on Sundays he takes the baby and I sleep in. Yeah, that actually sounds like a pretty good system. But at the same time, it doesn't take into account, like, monthly hormones and such. So, it... it it's good when, like, both partners can keep up with it, but when one's dragging behind due to hormones or, like, stress from something else, like, it can quickly add up and be stressful, so let's just see how it goes. So this Saturday, the baby woke up around 7am. I wake up at the same time, change her, and go make the bottle. Shortly after I feeding her, my husband shows up in the living room saying he can't sleep anymore. I understood. I mean, it has happened to me before, and it's completely natural. At night, my husband turns to me and said that since he woke up early that day, bitch, the wife woke up early, you should have sent her off the bed then, uh, that he would be sleeping in the next day, Sunday. I said no, since that is not our agreement, and that's not my fault he didn't sleep in. He said that's not fair because he works and I don't. Okay, yeah, that changes things up a, a little bit as well. To give a little more context, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and he works full-time during the week. The thing is, I do most of the household chores, which I don't mind, by the way, and his only responsibility is taking out the trash and unload the dishwasher. Yeah, it's pretty standard, though it's better for a husband to pick up some more things from time to time. Anyway, I do everything else, plus take care of the baby. He usually just helps me with baths slash watches and play with her while I make dinner. We're fine with how things are, we're a happy couple and family, but I don't think it's okay for him to throw around that he works and I don't when it's a joint decision that I was a stay at home with the baby until she turns one. Okay, yeah, I agree with that as well. Cause like, if you both agreed on her being a stay at home and you decide to work, you can't really throw the fact that you work um, in her face whenever she wants to rest and relax. 
Plus, staying at home with the baby is also a full-time job because it's a tiny human being that can't clean up after itself, can't really eat properly because you have to have to burp it regularly. Um, so yeah, if it's a mutual agreement, then like you can't really throw the fact that you work full-time in your face. Uh, he ended up waking up early and letting me sleep in, but when I woke up, he let me know that he was really tired and that I wasn't nice to him and I should have let him sleep in instead. Fucking pussy bitch. Am I the asshole for not letting my husband sleep in? Extra info, we usually wake up at around the same time during the week since I pack his bag for work. So I don't sleep more than him during the week and when my baby naps, I do chores that I can't do when she's awake. Update. My husband has apologized for the way he spoke and that he could have phrased it better. All is good and thank you all for the comments. A lot of you are shocked that I pack his lunch bag for work. I get it. I've been doing it since we got married because I packed both our bags at the same time. I do it out of habit and honestly as a nice gesture for him. He appreciates it, appreciates it, and I know he does. Yeah, honestly, I don't get why people are always um, upset about like when their wives um, pack lunches for the husbands. Because I personally love cooking, uh, a lot of people do love cooking, and I always find that um, uh, people who like say in videos and such that they love cooking, um, so they make like lunches and stuff for their husband, and then there's like people in the comments being like, the husband should be doing more work, he's a grown man, why are you taking care of another baby? He should be making his own food. Blah, 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 blah. In reality, it just it just helps up take off a little bit more mental load. Like, I think personally the husband could be doing a little more in this situation, even if it's just like um, maybe doing a little more dishes a few days every week instead of just unloading the dishwasher. Or maybe like doing some laundry or something. Um, but at the same time, he works a full-time job, she's a stay-at-home mom, that's also a full-time job. But staying at home is also... Um, the job of full-time uh, staying at home does include chores and such. But I honestly can't stand it when I see people say like, Oh, so I make my uh, husband lunch, his lunch bag every day, and yada yada, and then people are always like throwing a fit. I'm just like, that's a nice thing to do. People love to cook most of the time. And it just like takes a little bit mental load off of their, off of the like, husband's brain. Um, it makes it so then they can sleep in a little bit more while you, um, or like get ready for work so they don't have to rush to make their lunch in the morning and yada yada. So, so honestly, what was the story about? Am I... No, I wouldn't say you're the asshole. The husband could have easily just laid down on his phone for a bit longer or something. But yeah, no, I wouldn't say she's the asshole. But yeah, I'm glad there's more lighthearted stuff like this, because a lot of stories I see are like absolute relationship destroying stories. And meanwhile, I see some stuff like going off my boyfriend and I'm just like, this would be a pretty good Am I the Asshole story, but at the same time, it's really not a big deal. Alright, let's go on to the next one. Hmm. Am I the asshole for not giving up my Christmas annual leave so my coworker could spend time some time for kids? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, let's do this. Am I 
Am I the asshole for telling my estranged father he can take care of his own wife? I, 17 male, have not spoken to my father in a little over a year until he called me to tell, his wife is tell me his wife is pregnant and high risk and wanted me to look after, wanted me to help him look after her. My reason for not speaking to my father is he had an affair with his wife while he was married to my mom. They worked together, she said his boss, she was his boss technically, and when they got found out, they were both fired from their job. She was a supervisor and it was against the rules to sleep with someone you're in the position of power of. But they also did stuff at work which was against the rules as well. They tried to blame mom in an attempt to disparage her to me and others because they were angry, mom was so angry at them. Okay, I gotta pause for a second to share like a story about like how stupid that is. So like someone being angry at you for you being angry like at something or at them. So uh, in high school, you know, teenager smoke, yada yada. Um, so I was hang hanging out with some of my friends. I didn't really smoke that much. Um, so one of them were like, um, like using their lighter, lighting up a blunt and all that stuff. And um, my friend at the time took the lighter and chucked it into the canal. Um, and it was her favorite lighter, like brand new. It was an amazing lighter. Um, and so I got pissed off at him because he's always doing shit like this. He's always like wasting other people's stuff. And then when we try to use his stuff, he's uh, always throwing fits like we should pay him and all that sort of stuff. So I was pissed off about that. Um, and then on our way back to class, I was like telling the friend who got her lighter tossed into the canal, like how pissed off I am about how he's like treating everyone and all that. And so she ends up telling him and like the moment when class starts, he starts blowing up my phone, calling me a bitch and all that because I am mad at him for the way he treats people. So he got mad at me for being mad at him. And I'm just like, and also he ended up buying her a new lighter like a week later. And then he threw that into the canal as well because it's technically his. But yeah, that, that's just a little anecdote I wanted to share with you all. I just find it so stupid when someone gets mad at someone for being mad at them. Especially when they're mad for a good reason. Alright, uh... They were angry uh, because they were angry mom was so angry at them. My father's wife said she had done nothing wrong and did not like the hostility aimed at her when she was an innocent party. I was 15 when all this went down. He actually brought this woman into our home and expected us to be kind to her and accept um, the way they and accept that they wanted to be happy together. He expected me to be more welcoming than I was. I told him to go fuck himself and that I didn't want to be around either of them and they were disgusting. My father had every weekend custody of me through the divorce proceedings, but mom and I fought and won the ability for me to decide if I wanted to go to his place or not. Once that was in my hands, I stopped all contact with him and I have refused to step foot inside his house. So he called me to tell me about his wife's pregnant, tell me his wife's pregnant and how it's high risk. I didn't answer, but he left a voicemail. He called me back a few times until I answered. He said how she's not able to work and she's home on her own a lot while he's working. She can't do much for herself and he wanted me to take care of her 
and their house. I was like, no way in hell am I taking care of his wife. He said, if I don't want to do it for them, think of the baby who will be my little brother. And he was like, surely you'll want a relationship with him. I said, nope. I won't ever see his new kid and I won't be his kid's big brother. My father was saying that's not how you treat family. But family can go fuck itself. I can't stand... Like, you're forced into a family, it's not- you don't- you treat them however the hell you want. Just expect the same thing in return. I told him he ceased to be my family when he decided to try and turn me against mom and brought his side piece into my family home. Side piece. I respect that. I told him mom had done nothing wrong, he cheated, and there- and there he was trying to poison me against her. My father argued that it was nothing to do with me. I pointed out he made it something to do with me when he tried to use me. He protested some more and said he needs help. I said he can take care of his own wife when he need when it comes to that. He can take care of his own family and to leave me alone. He lectured me about people needing help from time to time and I am a little shit about this. He said she could lose the baby if she's forced to do too much. I told him that's not my problem. Am I the asshole? No. I don't care if any of you say he is. I say no. They chose to have a baby. They can hire like an in-house nurse or something. Like someone to take care of her. Do not have the child who can't stand you and can't stand the woman help you out. And you especially can't even expect him to care about the child. When she can't even- when he can't even stand the people who made the child. Hmm. Okay. Kind of interesting. My partner and I have- oh wait, am I the asshole for leaving only the house to one child? Sounds like favoritism. My partner and I have two sons. The older is married and doesn't plan on having children. The younger is also married, but with two young kids. In addition, the older lives in the same state as us, while the younger is about eight hours away. Both on their own homes already, and are, for the most part, financially stable. Our house has been in the family for generations. It's an estate with a few hundred acres of land, and the building itself is mostly original. A couple hundred years old. It admittedly does have its quirks, and the size makes management a little difficult, but it's a wonderful home. Its most recent appraisal was a bit over $3 million. Uh, that's like $20,000 before the housing crisis. <laughs> uh, let's see, where was I? A couple months ago, my younger son was visiting with his family, and I mentioned how the house would be his one day. He winced a little and I asked what was wrong. He hesitantly admitted that he doesn't want the house or anything to do with it. His family has no intention of moving back north and if they did, it would be the other side of the state. I'll admit it was disappointing to hear since our intent was to split all assets evenly, including the house, so that it would stay in the family and continue to be a meeting place. My spouse and I talked it through and decided to change our wills. The house will, would go entirely to my older son and our other main assets 
bank account investments would go to our younger. They could split the physical items between them. The house is worth more since the cash and investments are only around $2 million. We had a group call and brought up the new will. My oldest was upset to say the least. He said he can't move to the house either since he and his wife both work on the other side of the state, a five-hour drive, and love their jobs. They have pension, career tracks, and no plan on leaving. I said they could have someone maintain the house when they aren't using it, but he just got annoyed and said that it would be a massive drain on their finances. Good reason. Uh, let alone property tax and if anything breaks and needs repair. I said he's being a brat since his brother lives farther and has a family to care for. Bitch. The house doesn't work for him and we want it to be fair. The call was ended very tense. The younger is pleased with the outcome, but my older is obviously not. He later said he now knows we favor his brother and will keep that in mind when elder care comes up and he's the one nearby. This seems like a low blow, but I don't know if it's deserved. Am I the asshole? Edit. I was told to add this to the main post. The house cannot be sold by us or either son. A long time ago, previous owners made a deal with the town to pay less in property taxes. Pay less in property taxes in exchange for the surrounding archreage being public trails. It also had a provision that the house cannot be sold publicly. If we no longer wanted property, the town will buy it for land value. Hmm. <sighs> that is complicated. Because they did try to split it evenly, but neither child wanted the home. Although I do find it dumb that they just expected the oldest to pay for the upkeep of the home, even if they aren't able to live there. Like, if it was a nice home, then it could be like a vacation home, but at the same time, it drains their finances, their plan they're clearly planning on retiring young and all that. And also, what the fuck does- how is he a brat just because his younger brother lives further away and has children? That, that's not a good reason to call him a brat. And distance isn't really that big of a deal. Hmm. It is complicated, but yeah, I'd say he's the asshole. Not the asshole for like only leaving the house to one child, but for the asshole for the way he treated the children. So yeah, I'd say you're the asshole, but not for the house, but for the treatment. Alright, let's do one more story. Title alone, am I the asshole for telling my sister I wouldn't be able to attend her wedding before she sent out an invite? Am I the asshole? You gave, you gave her notice. Oh, this one sounds good. Sounds but good. Alright, am I the asshole for telling my dad it's not my fault his dad couldn't feed him as a kid? This, ooh, this I relate to a bit, title, mainly. I haven't read the story yet, so I don't know if I relate to the story. I, 20 female, have a strained relationship with my dad. He isn't the best emotionally and definitely does not give physical attention, affection, and, but he isn't abusive by any means, but he isn't the nicest either. My dad had a rough childhood growing up. 
He lived in bad neighborhoods and his dad was an alcoholic who didn't bother working and my grandma used to work, but her job didn't pay her all that well. I don't know a lot about what about his childhood, but what I do know is that they barely had food and sometimes my dad would go to sleep while starving because grandma couldn't afford to buy food. Yeah. When I was growing up, we had to choose between food or bills. Majority of the time, bills got picked. So I'd have to go to bed um, uh, starving, basically. So let's see. This led him to now being a workaholic, works for hours even when he doesn't have to, and he only comes home for dinner time, then goes to bed. However, the issue is that he forces us to eat, and I mean all the time. When we sit down at the table, he's always the one to put food in our plates. He puts everything in it, even if we don't like it, and in amounts that we sometimes can't finish. Oh, I can't stand that either. Neither is good for healthy eating habits, but at the same time, you're putting food that they don't like on their plates, and then you get upset when they don't eat the food that they don't like. And then you also give them excess food, and then get upset when they don't eat all the excess food. Here's a hint. Lower waste by not making so much food. Or even just meal prep. Alright, uh, sometimes you can't finish. And the thing is that even after we are full, but the- <laughs> But there's still a bit of food left, he forces us to eat it. He sometimes leaves me or my siblings at the table alone when everyone has already left, so he can ensure we ate even if we said we are going to throw up. We tried to ask him to at least let us put the food in our plates so we can decide how much we can eat, but he refused and said he doesn't want us starving. Bitch! Shut up. Like, seriously? First off, you don't know how they're feeling on a satiation level. Second of all, you don't know how much food their bodies can handle. They know how much food their bodies can handle. They can feed themselves. Um, especially if they're at an age where they can ask uh, if they can make their own plates. So, um, they're not gonna starve. And if anything, if they're still hungry, then they can just grab more. Because by the sounds of it, he still cooks a ton. Uh, yesterday I had eaten McDonald's while I was out with my friends. I came home at dinner time and my family was already eating. My dad told me to sit down and eat, but I told him I wasn't hungry and I already ate McDonald's. He told me McDonald's wasn't real food and he needs me to eat actual food that'll fill up my stomach. Food is food. If it fills you up, then it fills you up. I told him I was really okay and full. He got mad and very harshly told me, sit your ass down to eat or I will make you sit down. Ooh, I got told that so many times. I don't know why that made me mad because he always talks like that, but I just couldn't take it. Of course, like all that stress. All that stress and frustration and like anger builds up inside of you, of course you got mad from that. I yelled him that I said I was fucking full and I didn't need food. And just because his dad couldn't feed him doesn't mean he had to push food down my throat and that I was sick of it. After I screamed that, I saw his face and it was the first time I saw a hurt expression on his face. Well deserved. No one said anything and I went into my room and I haven't seen him since yesterday. I feel so bad for saying that I was so sick of him pushing food literally down my throat where I would gag sometimes. I mean, am I the asshole for what I said? Should I have just said something else? I don't know. 
I don't know why that was the first thing I said, but I just didn't want him to force me to eat when I was already full. Not the asshole. I've said far worse things to my family. And I do not regret a thing, because they all deserve it. But yeah, no. I work hard to make money so I can afford food and all that such for my, and like have money for my future loved ones. I make dinner and all that stuff for my boyfriend. He's full. I do not force him to eat more. He always tries to eat more so he doesn't waste food and all that sort of stuff. I always tell him, you're full, drop the fork, just go relax, you're full. You do not have to eat more. We can either container it up or just toss it away. There is nothing wrong with There is nothing wrong with There is nothing wrong with that. As you can tell, I'm still recovering from a cold. It's been weeks now. Anyway. But yeah. Just be- He's an asshole. He deserves to be spoken to like that. Like, having a hard childhood is not an excuse to treat people like a dick. It's an excuse for, to, like, lose it from time to time, like, be a little bit more easily irritable and all that sort of stuff. But it's not an excuse to be a straight-up dick 24-7. Which I also am a, which I also personally believe at, my kitchen, at the kitchen I work at as well. So there is um, a, a cook that I currently work with. Um, he's an absolute dick 24-7. He calls me, and I'm about to say slur, but it does apply to me, so, like, if you're against that, then, like, cover your ears for the next few seconds. If you're not, then feel free to listen. But he calls me retarded at every single one of my shifts, or at least calls me an idiot regularly throughout the shift. And, and meanwhile, I'm just asking, like, questions that I believe should be asked, like, how much of this goes into, like, this sort of food, like, or there's not a recipe for this in the book, like, how do I make this? Um, and he would just call me an idiot and all that sort of stuff. And there's a few times as well. So, um, I'm always being told by different things between the sous chef, the chef, and the cooks. Um, especially when it comes to timing and such. So when I first started working there, I was told 13 minutes on quiches, 10 minutes on crocs, and then I was told 12 minutes on quiches, um, 8 minutes on crocs by the chef. And then a week later, I was told 12 minutes on quiches, 4 minutes on crocs. And so, um, I just do my own times now, I just do 10 minutes on quiches, 5 minutes on crocs. And so, the sous chef tried to prove me wrong at one point, after he found out I was doing 10 minutes on them. He grabbed a thermometer and started uh, temping the quiches to make sure they're up to temp. He sat there for five minutes, waiting for it to go below temp, um, uh, and it never did, so he's like, okay, I guess your way works. And it's just like, whenever, before he like gave me an entire like 10 minute rant or like lecture on how I should have some self-autonomy and all that sort of stuff, Whenever I do have self-autonomy, I get yelled at for doing everything wrong. What was I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, being a dick. Um, so yeah, the cook I work with, he's a dick 24-7, as I was just telling you guys about. Um, but he has some stuff going on in his family life, so... It's kind of balanced between, okay, yeah, he's 
I can accept him being like a little bit of dick, like maybe being more easily stressed out and such. But he is a dick 24-7. He complains just as much as the chef. Uh, but yeah, I personally believe like you had a rough childhood, you're having a rough time, a rough life, like something bad is going on in your life. I can accept you being like stressed out or pissed off during your shift. I, I can accept being yelled at from time to time even. But to be yelled at every single day for like nine hours straight, I can't accept that. That That's just being a that's just being a straight up asshole. That's not even like being able to blame it on what's going on in your life. Like one of my co-workers, he lost a, clo a childhood friend and his best friend recently to suicide. He's not being a dick. If anything, he's being more nice than before. He's just trying his best to get through a shift. He's refusing to call in and like take care of his mental health. He's just trying to do his best to make everyone happy. I cannot stand how the other cooks are treating him when he's going through so much. Like, to have both your best friend and your childhood close friend both die to suicide within three months of each other. That's traumatizing. That straight up ruins a person's mental health. That can ruin a person's life even if they were extremely close to that person and they have that sort of mentality. And the way that they treat this cook, they know what's going on. He's talked about it several times. You see him, like, crying after his breaks because he needs a few moments to himself to, like, let out some stress and such. And they just treat him like such dicks. So, yeah. Like, having a rough childhood, I can understand, like, you being more easily stressed out. But it's not a good reason to be an absolute dick all the time. Like, I grew up, like, struggling to afford anything. Struggled to afford food, struggled to afford clothes. I grew up abused. I do my best to speak positively to everyone. I get, I get easily, I get annoyed a lot. But I keep that to myself. I do not take it out on people unless they are particularly bothering me. And I really need to just, like, tell them what they're doing wrong. Otherwise, they're just going to keep on doing it. But yeah, that's, uh, I believe I read like four or five stories, so that should be pretty good. Oh yeah, the video's at 38 minutes so far, so that should be good. Uh, so yeah, there's a little look into my life, uh, as well as some Am I the Asshole Reddit stories. Uh, honestly, it's pretty relaxing. I enjoy just like sitting down and talking. Perhaps I could just do this a little more, like, do a combination of, like, talking about my life, how, like, what's going on in my life currently, as well as do a bit of reading Reddit stories in order to prompt me to talk about my life. Anyway, I did not write a script for today's episode, so, um, I don't have the outro written down, so I'm just gonna copy it, uh, last week, so, uh, check out my novels on Amazon Kobo, link in, <laughs> link in description. Check out Creative Writing Club Premium on Patreon, Spotify, link in description. Check out Creative Writing Club Discord server in the description. Check out my personal Instagram at dark underscore night underscore wolves. And this Am I the Asshole Storytime Announcement Meeting Episode Ending.
is here. 